Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Soul Tribe. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone had a good Christmas. This Christmas season was really great for my family and I. We had a lovely, simple Christmas at home. On Christmas Day, I didn't even have to leave my house, which is very, very rare for me. (laughs) And Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, I just really tried to be as present as possible. Little to no phone or computer activity, a short break from the podcast, and, you know, time with my husband and kids. It was, it was pretty magical. They're all still home. They're home right now as I record. So if you hear background noises, (laughs) that's not typical or usual because I I record by myself in the house usually. So it's a whole thing. (laughs) To be honest, I did have a podcast uh, episode planned for the week of Christmas, but nothing was working for me. Technology was failing me and I just took it as a sign to not force it. And I'll just keep those notes that I had for the Christmas episode for next year. Instead, when I when I would have been recording, I was curled up with my kids watching a Christmas movie. In winter, it really is the time to slow down and rest and spend time with loved ones, especially around the holidays. Now here we are in the in-between, between Christmas and New Year's. I just finished taking down my Christmas tree and all the decorations in the house. I refuse to bring in the new year without a clean and clutter-free house. I'm sure some of you feel the same way, and some of you might leave your tree up until February. Some might not have a tree. Different strokes for different folks, right? For me, I'm I'm going in with a clean slate to next year. It's an energy thing for me. I like to have everything put away. I want to start 2023 with my best foot forward. And the whimsical ornaments and lights need to go. (laughs) And if that isn't the perfect sentence for Capricorn season, I don't know what is. That's why we put up the decorations in Sagittarius season and take them down in Capricorn season. But I digress. I'm recording this on December 30th. You might listen to this on the 31st or in the new year. And for two years now, I've been feeling and intuiting that 2023 is going to be a year to remember. And in a good way, for me personally and for the whole as a collective, I'm very much looking forward to ushering in a new energy. So let's say bye-bye to 2022 together and talk about what this year has in store for us from a numerological perspective. If you listen to the podcast, you know that I love reading into numbers and their vibration. Numerology, like tarot, astrology, and palmistry, they're tools, tools we can use to get to know ourselves and, and flow within the cycles 
in our lives. And each of us has this unique cosmic blueprint and being able to read our own blueprint, it really helps us achieve evolution of consciousness. Evolving our consciousness is the whole point of this game called life. So why the heck not learn about our numbers? Am I right? First, I'll talk a bit about 2023 as a universal number. Then I'll get into each personal year from one to nine and tell you how to calculate your personal year. Here we are approaching 2023, or it may be already 2023 when you're listening. In that case, happy new year. The universal number is something that affects all of us. It's a grand scale thing to look at. And while we all have different combinations of life path number, personal year number that can add up to different things for us as an individual, the universal year we all have in common. So it gives us an overarching theme to the year. 2022 was a six. And while that can be a really lovely energy, there's something innately self-sacrificing about the number six. And after 12 months of it, I am ready to move on. (laughs) Thanks for the lessons, universe, but I'm ready for seven. And that's what energy 2023 brings us. Seven. That's two plus two plus three. Or two plus zero plus two plus three. 2023 baby I'm here for it one of my absolute favorite numerological frequencies is seven and it's so often not well understood by others unless you're really experiencing it yourself and especially not understood if you have a lack of seven in your personal numbers alas here we are in a year seven let me give you a bit of a breakdown What is Universal 7 all about? Some key phrases. Deep healing. Working out problems. Personal paradigm shifts. Hello. This is going to be a big one. Both big and small. In so, so many different ways. God, I could talk for literally hours on this one. So some tips for a Universal Year 7. Slow down. This number holds a restful energy. Yet even though everything kind of appears to be calm from the outside, there can be a lot going on under the surface, like a lot, a lot. And in order to allow ourselves to process all that's going on beneath the surface, slowing down and not taking on more than is necessary is a really good idea. Also, go within. Seven energy is about deep thinking. Very, very deep thinking. And this year is about self-inquiry and introspection. And we're being reminded that we have what we need inside of us. We have the answers. We can go within. We have incredible intuition. And in 2023, there will be a focus on deep spiritual truths. This isn't about anybody else. This is about you. Another tip for this year, start a spiritual practice. Inner soul searching is really the name of the game here. And maybe a spiritual practice is what you need. A daily way to slow down and connect to your inner world and learn to listen to its messages. Seven is a logical and analytical energy and routine of a daily practice is just what many people will need in 2023. A last tip for Universal 
year number seven is make space. With all the thinking and healing that's going on below the surface, that's bound to happen this year, okay, no matter what, pretty much. And during this number seven, it is really time to give yourself the gift of space. So schedule in alone time. If you don't, then you might burn out like pretty quickly into the year and get reactive and completely isolate in not such a healthy way. Instead, get ahead of it and take time to be alone in small doses as often as you can so that you're not like burnt out and and just can't people anymore. (laughs) And don't, don't think of the alone time as an indulgence as we often do, but really part of the inner work and spiritual seeking that is really necessary this year and what this year is all about. And so those are the tips that I put together using various numerology materials I have along with my inner knowing and intuition. Now just a little bit about the shadow side of number seven. Seven can be associated with hermit-like behavior. So Try to keep a balance between social time and alone time. Be sure not to push your loved ones away during this universal year. Because we're all collectively experiencing this frequency together, we could easily drift apart under this numerology. So keeping connections and also keeping enough space to do the inner work is the challenge this year, but definitely a worthwhile one. Alrighty, Rue friends, that's what we all have in common for 2023. Now let's take a look at personal year cycles. In numerology, personal years repeat in nine year cycles. Each time the cycle is renewed, it provides the individual with circumstances to elevate the spiritual loop of consciousness. Each nine year cycle gives chances for added self-understanding and wisdom. If the challenges of the cycle are faced and overcome, then new opportunities for growth and expansion come in. If you fight the lessons of your personal year, or if you ignore them, or you're overreacting to the circumstances, the same situations or very similar ones will reoccur during the next cycle. So, Knowing your personal year can give you an edge to accelerating soul development. I'm going to get into the meaning of each personal year. You all have been in these years at least twice if you're 18 years or older. And this is the part where you'll want to calculate your personal year number for 2023. And perhaps you'd like to know your close to loved ones where they are as well. I know it helps me within my marriage and parenthood to know where my husband and kids are in their nine-year cycle. You might want to calculate friends, family, or anyone really. All you do is add the birth month and day to the current year. So 2023 is what we're going to be using. So here's an example. If your birthday is May 7th, you add five because May is the fifth month to seven to two plus zero plus two plus three for 2023. So five plus seven, cause your day and month to the year. So five plus seven plus two plus two plus three is 19. And we need to get it down to a single digit. 
So 1 plus 9 for the 19, 1 plus 9 is 10, and 1 plus 0 is 1. So if you're born May 7th, you're going to be in a year 1. <laughs> I love how that just worked out. I plucked May 7th out of my head, and it happened to be the start of the numbers. <laughs> I love that. So if you're like me and you have a double-digit birthday and month, you have to add those first. So for me being December 13th, I add one and two for December and one and three for my date and then add that to the year. So one and two is three, one and three is four. So three plus four plus 2023, but all in single digits is 14. So you have to further add that one plus four is five. So I'm going into a five year. If this is confusing to you, check out my Instagram at Spirit Talk 13. I'll put that link in the show notes too. I'll have a little thing there on my Instagram about personal year numbers and how to calculate yours. Certainly math is better understood visually than auditorily. <laughs> so here we go. For each personal year, I will give a few keywords um, and a quick summary of the energy and along with a little bit of what the shadow side would be to that energy. And I'll also give a tarot card associated with the number. And just a side note, you may have heard me say in the past that I am more of an oracle card person than a tarot card person, but that has changed. I, I still love oracle cards, of course, but I have been slowly learning tarot and loving every minute of it. I use tarot, tarot cards pretty much every day. And so I'm just letting you all know that in case you've recently heard an episode where I wasn't all about tarot as much as I am now. I love that there's a tarot card for each number in numerology. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into the personal years. Number one, personal year one, keywords, new beginnings, decisions, independence. If you're in a one year, it is a time of great energy and self-improvement. It's a time to break free of social pressures and old habits. It's a great time to improve financially. A personal year one is perfect for setting long range goals. Remember, this is the beginning of the nine year cycle. So setting goals at this time would be great. This is like a believe in yourself energy and don't take no for an answer energy. And so experiment with things that you haven't tried before. And the shadow side of this number is being headstrong and impulsive. So give your individuality free reign, but be sure not to completely bulldoze other people. The tarot card associated with one is the magician. Personal year two, keywords, cooperation, diplomacy, and self-knowledge. So this is a time to focus on relationships. This is a very spiritual vibration. Cooperation in all things is a major, major theme here for year two. Think of this year as kind of a gestational period. The future might seem unclear because hidden energies are working that will be revealed later. And this is a time to really expand on latent creativity. Two is extremely creative. And you'll feel 
I mean, if you're, if you're paying attention, you'll feel a real upsurge in your psychic ability if you're in a year two. The shadow side of two is being petty or really emotionally reactive. So try to be quietly calm and embrace flow. This isn't really about pushing forward in this year. Tarot card associated with two, the high priestess. Number three, personal year three. Keywords, growth, entertainment, and self-expression. Ooh, I love a three. Three years are generally happy times, during which previous difficult stuff is really overcome and resolved. Your optimism this year, if you're in a year three, makes you really want to express yourself socially and indulge in your desires. Luck is on your side at this stage in the cycle. And it's also a year to enjoy being with friends and family. You may get opportunities to travel this year. And it's a time to really take center stage. This year, your desires quickly become your reality. So screen those wishes really, really wisely. And the shadow side of this number is scattered energy. And maybe talking a bit too much, like gossip. So mind your words. Also, watch out for overindulgence in food, drug, sex, gambling, all that stuff. Tarot card associated with number three is the empress. Moving on to personal year four. Keywords, work, finances, building, practicality. A year four is characterized by discipline. It's your year to define and bring order to things and attend to everyday earthly matters and handle them through your own effort and action. And it's a really productive period in which creative drive can be controlled and directed. For men, this number can indicate virility and fatherhood. This is a, a year where reason reigns all. Previous hidden aspects of the past might be revealed during this year. And faulty judgments of any kind can also be corrected during this period. Four rules the physical aspect of living. So don't be surprised, don't be surprised if sensual pleasure is heightened for you in this year, which is kind of nice since this vibration is mostly about responsibility and accomplishment. The shadow side of four is becoming a workaholic or having too sterile an outlook on life. So don't forget to schedule in some playtime too. Uh, tarot card associated with number four year is the emperor. Personal year five. Keywords are change, communication, sex, new interests, and travel. Travel is very much a part of this cycle and if you don't travel physically, then you most certainly will mentally. So this is a year of breaking free of stagnant conditions and investigating new opportunities. Study, education, and hobbies of any kind 
would be of of interest to you this year. And you may be faced with situations that require decisions and choices because five, the five year indicates two paths. So it could be a turning point for you. And really, it is a continual time of change this year. It's a real fast paced energy and events can happen quite unexpectedly. So this year you find that things move really quickly and you also, you can communicate easier than, than you're used to. And you tend to express yourself fluently with others really well. This is a a year to make connections with new friends, new flames, and your desire for change this year really could lead to changing jobs or partners or lead to a move. So use your self-control to make the best choices you can. The shadow side of five is being irresponsible or over extravagant. So do your best to focus all that mental energy that you have this year. Tarot card for year five, Hierophant. Uh, personal year number six, keywords redecorating or remodeling the house, domestic and community responsibilities, and marriage. Six years are really about giving your attention to your home. It's a, it's a good time to use your creativity in your home to make your surroundings calm and beautiful. In this year, you'll feel a strong responsibility towards other people, which will be sensed by them like other people will will understand that you have this kind of going on with a lot of responsibility towards others and so it may result in people looking to you for assistance quite a bit this year and your social awareness is emphasized so you might find yourself wanting to host people over at your house more often you also have a really fine eye for beauty and, and symmetry this year. It really is about putting your house in order. So your house, but also your physical house, your body. Get a checkup, go, go to the doctor, you know, get all your yearly stuff done. Put in a new workout or diet regimen or, you know, build a healthier body this year if you're in a year six. And finally, finish up old projects that might have been in the back of your mind because you do have the attention for that now. And the shadow side of this vibration is becoming a doormat for others or feeling sorry for yourself. So be sure not to become a martyr. You know, have a healthy dose of boundaries with your generosity this year because you sure are generous. And the tarot card associated with six is the lovers. Uh, number seven, personal year seven. Keywords are reflection, health, rest, and vacations. Um, this is a really a time to rest. Okay, so this is personal year seven that I'm talking about, but also remember we're in a universal year seven. So if you're in both, it's kind of like doubled down, right? So you're really, really in that seven energy. Gosh, if you're also a life path seven, holy smokes, this is a lot. It's a lot of the same, same, same. So um, for personal year seven, it really is time to rest, become quiet and receptive. Think about yourself and your life 
analyze your goals and your relationships and spend time with yourself and listen to your inner prompts, your inner intuition. And you really can be inspired by dreams, visions, and your intuitive ability now. So any writing that you do can be really moving and insightful. The most important reason for this part of the cycle, the nine-year cycle, is to reflect on yourself and your purpose. If you ever wanted to master yoga, meditation, astrology, numerology, or anything like spiritual philosophy, this is really the year to do it. You don't want to push yourself this year. This isn't really a big forward motion moving gear. Rather, let the cycle of seeker, because that's really a lot to do with his energy, being a seeker, let that work for you. And the shadow side of number seven is gloominess and loneliness. So be sure to reach out to loved ones and not become too isolated. Okay, the tarot card associated with seven is the chariot. Number eight, personal year eight. Keywords, business, karma, and money. Eight rules the material plane. So if you have sown your seeds wisely, you can expect recognition and rewards. You might get a raise or a promotion this year. If you've ever wanted to start a business this is really, really your year to do it. It's it's a year to be efficient and organized and have an eye for tangible results. Remember the keyword money, like things you can hold in your hand, tangible results. The inner drive for physical accomplishment is paramount. Um, you could burn out. Try try to be aware of that, not to push too hard because there is this inner drive that's just moving you forward. Because of the, the karmic implications of this cycle, you, you might get material re- rewards like money or property or, or something of value from someone whom you've shown love and care for. So it could come in, in any form, but it's coming from somebody else. And it's because you've had good karma. Um, if you haven't Of course, you won't receive these things, but there's always the next cycle, hopefully, (laughs) God willing, if you live that long. Whatever you receive this year, it is a result of your past efforts. That's what I'm trying to say. Be helpful to those who are not operating at your high level of energy because you are buzzing this year and lend them your strength and your assurance. And that is part of sowing the seeds for, for the future. The shadow side of this vibration is to be domineering and kind of ruthless. So be sure not to have, well, have compassion in this real powerhouse of a year. Have compassion, okay? Tarot card associated with eight is strength. Personal year number nine, the last one, keywords, changes, endings, charity, and inspiration. This is a year of completion and great change. This is a year to separate yourself from past mistakes. And that can be emotional. It can be an emotional experience because a lot of times we're actually reluctant to let go 
of obstacles in our life. Letting go of anything can be difficult. So if you can't free yourself from situations that are no longer necessary for your development, the number nine year will do it for you. I'm telling you what. And this is a year when many goals will be realized. Attempt to finish all the projects that you have on the go. Nine is really about wrapping up loose ends and not starting new projects within this year. So it's it's the end of, of a cycle. Number nine is the last one. So a change of job or residence, it might happen if this is meant to be the end of a cycle. Or an old lover or friend might come back into your life briefly just for one last encounter. And the shadow side of this vibration could be kind of wallowing or hanging on to the past. And that causes discontentment. So be sure to look forward with joy and high expectations during this year, okay? Personal year nine prepares you for the beginning of personal year one, beginning of a new cycle. Tarot card associated with number nine, the hermit. Well, friends, if you want to chat about this further, please join the Facebook group Spirit Talk. I'll be talking about personal year numbers on there in the next couple days. Spirit Talk, a soul tribe. I'll put I'll put that in the show notes. That wraps up 2022 for Spirit Talk. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. I do pour my heart and soul into this podcast and I feel like it's only just beginning. I'm so excited for the new year. Happy new year to you all. Until we meet again, friends. 